What the heck is happening in the rental market, guys and girls? There are 8 million Australians that rent properties. Over 30% of our population is in rental properties. And uh, no one's really talking about it in the news, so let's talk about it. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 417, The Rental Market. It is, especially for principals, it's probably the most important thing in real estate. It probably more people, a lot more people are doing stuff in relation to rental than sales, but it almost feels like the orphan child that no one speaks to, talks about. A lot of all the data is always about the sale market, all the media. Is about Always. the sales market, and no one's ever talking about what's happening in rental. There, as you said before, what was it? Eight million tenants, which means eight, eight million. million. Eight million. So it's, it's a big number, huge number. Thirty so, percent of households. You know, it's 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 just it's a massive, massive number, and it's so important to our thriving economy. And you know, whenever you open up uh, a paper, your Google account. Account, your Google, wherever you get your news from, Facebook, Instagram, I don't know, but it seems like everyone is reporting sales, 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 and there's a big part of the market that just wants to know what's happening in rentals. Yeah, it is, and where what have so everyone's sort of seen the the sale market surge since really April. What what is what's the feeling on the ground for? We'll go through sort of the perception, the sentiment since April last year, Mark, and then we can go in some yeah. of the data, especially in particular DY where we've got some data for everybody. So what do you feel the sentiment yeah, and, has been? And you know what you know what struck me, Birch, um, when we spoke to Simon Polito in, uh, in, in California uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said that uh, all of America have applied a 75% tenant discount in rent um and that's still in place till today so seven seventy five percent yeah which is a huge government incentive that was just in california state because uh, everyone's still in particular lockdown there and it's insane it's very affordable there but obviously there as well it's pretty drastic that there was lockdowns but when we had lockdowns it was nothing it was nothing like that, was it? 75 Not at all. They didn't have to pay it back. It was, yeah, oh, Lisa Kramer. Yes, my daughter's in New York. They got three months free. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if New York, New York and California basically did the same lockdown a year compared to Florida, Texas. So good morning, Lisa. They didn't, they wouldn't have had the same accent there. But the rental market, the you did a show with Brunka. The moratorium ended. Was it last Friday? It has, yeah. Um, so th pr pretty so massive. And, and on, on numbers, like we had, like we've got sixteen hundred land uh, properties, two three thousand landlords. I guess you could say there's there's two three thousand tenants in there. And from that, 
we we had people on payment plans, probably about 40, 40 odd yeah. people. I think it was thirty six or some of like that. They're on payment plans, you know, th- through that first half. So I think in Australia, our rental market really performed well, um, especially when we look at you know other countries like America. Um, I think it's a credit to our, our 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 system and our government and stuff like that. We did good. We did good. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like shit hit the fan. Yes, there there would be a lot of people who it did personally, but we're talking more of a holistic scale. The market didn't shit the bed. Like if I bring if I share the screen here with some of the data, in particular from DY, and keep in mind DY's got ten thousand properties, eleven or twelve thousand properties, so and ten thousand units. So it's a really good subsection. You're not you're not taking you're not um of a area with 50. So if you have a look here, especially this, uh, this is probably a bit easier to see. Let me move that over. This is um, SQM research, really good, really valid. What was that say? So basically you've got, if we look for two bedroom apartments, your average rent is $569 per week. For the week, asking yeah. Yeah, just, on the, just on that, Michael, what people yeah. have to know is what you're showing them is a really good cross-reference for all of Sydney because DY yeah. is one of the biggest suburbs, sub, sub, uh, unit suburbs in Sydney. So yeah. when you're taking a cross-section like this, you can apply it to most unit areas of Sydney. So let's go. Yes. So change per previous week, 5%. I love this website because it gives you weekly. It, with RP data, it can be a six weeks behind with settlements. So the rolling month is down 0.8% for the quarter, down 2%. For the year, down 2.4%. For three years, down 2%. So I think there's many factors in that. And this, this is rent or sale? Rent and asking price wow. for rent. And I don't... That is what the sentiment I feel, and I reckon that's pretty accurate. And I think there's two reasons, two big reasons for that over the last couple of years. Yes, COVID the past 12 months, but also interest rates. In the last three years, rates have gone from 4% to 1.5%. So you don't have, a, you don't have pressure from landlords to really try and push rent. They would rather a good tenant their think about it, their repayments could That's have gone from five hundred dollars a week to two fifty a week, and their rent was five fifty. And they're like, well, I used to have to put in a hundred dollars a week. Now I'm actually making one hundred and fifty a week. I'm all I'm all good with that. So I I wouldn't be too disheartened to look at that and be like, oh shit, market down, don't buy property. I think you need to really look at the the cost of a property substantially less. So you don't need to pass on. This goes to when you hear politicians go raise taxes for the big corporations, and the and it's like, well, the corp the corporations aren't going to pay pay it. They're going to lower lower prices for their employees and increase prices for the people the consumers buying it. We're here right now. Our taxes or the rates have been dramatically lower, so no one's on passing it. But if rates go back up, you'll start to see rents go up. That's interesting. So the, I never thought about that. The psychology yeah. of a landlord um, when they're when 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 they're in the fat, 
um, they 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 enjoy that fat with their tenant, and when times are tough and skinny, they'll start they'll start gouging a little bit towards tenants and putting rents up. So a lot of the psychology of rents not going up over the last few years is just there's just been not not been a lot of pressure on landlords, and it shows because of the interest like, rates. Yeah, and it shows and it really shows that greedy landlord is not the majority. Otherwise, you would have seen a growth, a further growth. They would have been like, I don't care if my interest is halved or down 60%. I want my $10, $15 extra a week. But over three years, it's down 2%. Over 12 months, it's down 2.4. Seven years, it's 0.2 up. 0.2, 10 years, 1.9. Compare that to sales, which is up 85%. It's a, it's a total different shakeup. It's different. And you know how important our rental market is to, to Australians? It's it's housing a third of Australians. It's housing 8 million people, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. But, you know, that's that's a lot of homes. And a lot of people opt they, um, not to purchase because they are moving around. So that sometimes with work, they may not be staying in a particular suburb for five or ten or, or years or their life. So so renting suits them. Um, mm. It all... It, it also sometimes is the better investment. It's proven to be even the better investment if people actually consistently save it towards stock. Um, so I don't like to admit it, but if you looked over the last 50 years at stock versus um, uh, property, stock's the better performer if you're, if you're well-behaved, but most people find it's much easier to be well-behaved financially when you're owning a property, bricks and mortar. Um, but it is a really, really big segment. It should be congratulated. It should be celebrated. Much like at the moment, the sales market is being celebrated with people that own property. I think that even people that are tenants in properties should be pretty proud that um, that their 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 biggest cost. Um, it's proven that their biggest cost over the last two or three years uh, used to, where it used to go up consistently has not gone up consistently that's something to celebrate it's a big uh, it's a big um it, we've done a few shows on not living where you own and renting it really shows because think of it this way if uh if rents haven't really gone up in 10 years think of a prop the property's double so you can now rent double the value of a property for half the price so there's now a big gap. I think before it wouldn't have been too much, too different going, if you can afford $1,000 a week, there wasn't a difference in, okay, well, if I buy a two bedroom unit, my mortgage is a thousand a week, it's pretty similar. But now you could probably rent a $2 million property that you couldn't afford to buy for $1,000 a week. So you can probably actually live it up a bit more by the property you can afford. Well, you said that yesterday in um, in St. Leonard's, you said that. In, oh, yeah, so it's good to see the data sort of backs me up. <laughs> yeah, so we went through a, uh, a property for sale in St. Leonard's that was a $2 million property and it was rented for eight fifty a week. And I said to Michael, mate, imagine buying something like this. And he said, stuff that. I'd rather rent something like this and buy 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 in an area that's better performed. And I was like, you know what? For eight fifty a week, this is an incredible home. Yeah. It is it is like the most high end of high end of high end. Like the views to the harbour were just incredible. So it was it, it does it feeds that, doesn't it? It was insane. And I was like, I I remember I sold a property for nine hundred grand and rented it in DY for eight fifty. I'm like 
I have a word to buy that for two mil. Like, unless, and I said the only the person who would buy that, they're older, they've got they're flush with cash, they're not looking at it like that. They want to own where they live. Like, I get that's a super strong principle, and it's good for some people. But for some people, they don't have the luxury to do that. They've got to be a bit smarter with their money. You got to put their pride to the side. I think that's what it is. The pride of own. Like, why would you own something where you could buy something else and make double? Like, it, it's. It's, it's just pride. So, and I was like, yeah, it's, it's 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 that emotion, hey? Because yeah, um, it is. don't forget it. Don't forget as a tenant, um, taxes and rate and rates. Um, you don't get a lot of. So, if mm. you're buying a property to live in, you're going to get stamp duty. Uh, if you're buying a property for investment, a house, for instance, you're going to get land tax, uh, unit even. If you're going to get strata, you're going to have to pay water, you're going to have to pay council. Um, as a tenant, you actually avoid all of those costs year on year. And the invent the property you do own as your investment, you can claim so much stuff on it. So you don't get hit with the bills and you've got the deductions and your cash flow is better because you're renting a property for less than what a mortgage would be. So I think... Um, I think especially in this day and age where a lot of people are doing 90% loans, they really need to look at stuff. I, I don't think, I don't know, we're back, like we did a show yesterday on your purchasing your first property, but were most people buying with 10%, 90% loans or was it more 60, 70%? In the olden days. In the olden days, in the 95, early, not late Still. 90s, maybe back to 100 still 10 percent yeah okay Fair enough. yeah we didn't buy in cash that was 1920. <laughs> when it was like 90 well properties only 26 grand in 1937 or no 40 57. it's you know what people say that but it's all relative so anyway in, in summarizing off on the rental market guys and girls um it has been resilient uh it yeah. is still very affordable and more affordable something before we go out units have been stable the last five years in a suburb like dy uh houses are are, are definitely going up so yeah so if you want to rent cheap go to the city and rent a one better great value. And i think you're going to be shocked great value unbelievable value um if you want to live well go to the northern beaches rent a house you are paying for the privilege. So the counterintuitive thing to do is go for a one or two bedroom unit and go towards the CBD and you are getting unbelievable as much as 30% off on your rents. Yeah. So the rental market as a whole has done very well comparing it to other countries in the world. We're not seeing any of this stuff on the media. If anyone's got any feedback, this is a live show. Tell us now. And before we go out, thank you very much, Lisa, Gawi, Jennifer. Um, and um, Jennifer says, what was the site, Michael, that you were on? Yeah, I'm just uh, – it's SQM Research. I'll copy the link, but you've got to pay a subscription. Um, I can click it. Uh, it is. is. I reckon that's the most powerful data for property that you can find at the moment. Yeah, um, it's, it's super fast, super current. Uh, and Jeff, thanks for your comments this morning. Philip, thanks for your comments. Lisa Fair Kane, thanks for your comments. Love you, everyone. Is there anything else, Michael? You want to you want to throw in? Yeah, I'm just putting the link in there for Jennifer SQM Research. Definitely worth having a 
uh, a look at that. It's it's amazing. There's lots of reports. His outlook. Yeah, he's um yeah all good. That's everything. He's a freak. He's a freak. Yes, I follow him on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn as well. We post some really good stuff on LinkedIn. Um, there's lots of good data out there. What's his name awesome. again? Uh, Lewis Christopher. So you better see him Lewis on LinkedIn. Yeah. L O awesome. L O or L E. L O I. L O U I S. Okay, cool. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Have a beautiful. Thanks, everyone. Bye.